0: Hey, this is Cam Pipes from Three Inches of Blood. This is Vicki Sirakis from The Agonist. Fail and kill everybody, this is Ross the Boss. This is Michaela from Catechist. This is Mike from Devil Driver and you're listening to The Great Metal Debate. <laughs> and from Killing
1: Grace. Matthew, I just watched your set, man, and the word that comes to mind is fun. <laughs> and you said that, man. You yes. said we got to get back to the fun. Talk yes. about that
0: a little bit. Well, I mean, Killing Grace has been in existence for 11 years. We came out of a band called Radicult uh, back in the day, and we, we came up through the Nashville music scene, the underground music scene, yeah. and, um, you know, we, we kind of did it like a lot of bands do it. We, we started out, we, we got a album out and then we started opening for all the bands we could find in town that were good and then we started meeting some of the better bands and right and they were we were lucky enough to get on some big shows at the Rutledge and the Exit Inn and yeah, some of the yeah. premier places in Nashville right and then you know over time we started gaining a following and the next thing you know you know fast forward to today we're pulling in between 250 and 400 people at home shows and and headlining and getting to go on tour and, and and do the southeast and do a circuit and have fun and but we were so worried all those years you know the next album what's going to be the hit what's going what are we going to do and right. and the, you know you book the hotel rooms you get your publicist you get a manager you get a label you get there's so much to it And we've been doing this for so long, this last tour was great, but we all looked at each other and said, I think we're doing really good now because we're finally having fun again. Yeah. You know, we got into this as as young guys. Um, we, We wanted to have fun, and then all of a sudden we learned there was a business, and then we learned, you know, there was all this other stuff to do, and we were lucky enough to... Kind of find ourselves, and, and I'm very thankful. All the members of Killing Grace are really great, integrity-driven guys. They're good guys. Nice. Yeah. And so. We just kind of all got together in this last tour. We've in this this whole last album with Red Air Records. We've we've had fun again, nice, and and we feel like that's we're getting back to why we first did this. Now it's fun, right?
1: Yeah. Now now you guys, um, you've been around since when? When did you start originally? Okay,
0: 2006. Okay. Um, 2005 i right. think as we started it. we started it in a shed in a place called leapers fork tennessee which is where uh like um tim mcgraw lives and all nice. that yeah it's in south nashville actually in williamson county and uh in the middle of nowhere and then um we just started cherry picking band members through the music scene uh-huh. and we came up with this set we've got and we uh we just told ourselves we. No matter what, we're always going to be all originals and um, yeah. and have fun, you know.
1: So you now you guys, you've been around for 10 years. So what? Yeah. What's the biggest difference from then and now?
0: Um, quality. Um, uh-huh. We started out and we had. We knew we had something special. We put out. A local album out. Sorry, I just got off stage. <laughs> like, That's all right, man. Yeah. I just got off stage. Um, w- we put an, uh, an album out called Ten Pound Bullet, and um, we were shocked at how many people bought that album. We we did like a, a run of five hundred at the beginning. We were yeah. sold out in two weeks, and so we went and made another run, and then we were sold out again. And we just we realized why we got something special. But the yeah. more we we did this, and the more we worked at it, um, just the better it got. And we're we're truly a band that realizes we we're we're at that epiphany where we realize man we, we're drawing really big crowds and yet we know we haven't written our best song yet so we're excited we're on you know what I mean we we can see that we're still ascending to heights that this band never dreamed of we couldn't believe yeah. the the blessings we've had lately and uh, the crowds and the music and and it's expressed in our in our music you know these are the I can't believe I get up on stage every night and get to sing those songs I feel so lucky I'm like man yeah. these are badass songs yeah I'm so I'm very thankful and now we have a new album out uh, came out first of last year on Red Air Records it's self-titled it's just called Killing Grace yeah you can get it on Amazon and man iTunes like everywhere you right. know Um, you Google us and you'll get the phone book are we yeah we've got a lot of crap out there nice and it's very very exciting and it's amazing to go to these different cities and see people in our shirts going hey man I know who you got Bad Luck Charm 17 Scars 17 Scars That song changed our lives Yeah We put that out In the local FM radio stations <coughs> They didn't even ask <laughs> they just started playing it yeah. I mean people are texting me going I'm driving down the road at noon through Nashville traffic and Killing Grace is on the radio dude right nice. next to Allison Change you guys are doing something right it was awesome Yeah. so 17 Scars definitely changed our life and um, now we are currently back in Nashville making our second album yeah. and we uh, we, we were hoping a due, release, a due date release around uh, New Year's, Right. but you know how these things go. You never know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But we're really excited. Brand new songs. We played a couple for you tonight, Living Like a Suicide and Say My Name. Um, that new album is... I, I pinch myself. I wake up every morning and thank God. I hope they don't fire me. I love this job. <laughs> I got the best job in the world.
1: Yeah, I really like living like a su- like a suicide. That was an awesome song, like, thank that's you, man. That's great. Kick I,
0: ass. Kick thank ass. you so much. You know, this is the truth. I wrote the lyrics to that song and the melody of that song. That's how that song started. Yeah. Was I was driving down the road and I had a flashback. I was in my hometown of Clarksville, Tennessee, by Fort Campbell Army Base. Right. And I'm driving down the road and I remembered all my friends from high school. Piling in my car as as like a senior and driving down the road. We would put on like Metal Church or something, and we would just all sing at the top and rock yeah. out. And I, I, I wrote "Living Like a Suicide" because I thought I got selfish. I said, "What do you want to hear, Matt? What do you want to rock out? What makes you feel that feeling that your friends used to go out on a Saturday night and you, you're like, I gotta hear this song. Yeah. That's what that song's about. Nice. That song is to be that song when you and your boys are out and you're like, check this shit out. You're gonna <laughs> love it. So now you, you, you said you wrote the lyrics. What, what's the writing process like for you guys? It is. Um, as you saw just now i'm surrounded by badasses very good, um, very good everybody in our band i can't do what they do right i can't and i've been doing this since 14 you know so uh, uh, three decades i think I've been doing this a minute and and i just i i, I, I start with some lyrics or they start out with a, a hook and i tell them you know we, we'll, we'll we'll get in the practice room and we lock ourselves in and we don't we don't come out until we've formed it yeah. and and lyrics tend to spill out of me I mean it's it's, yeah. it's nothing and that's the part of this that you know before I was a frontman before I was a lead singer I was a writer you know and all I'm doing is just you know saying everything I ever wanted to say through my mouth you know and in real life I thought I can say this on a song yeah. and the power that that has is amazing so um, I usually like I said I'll either come up with a, a melody or the band will come up with a hook Either way, it doesn't matter. All we need is that spark. Yeah. And and literally, there's a song on the album, uh, the new album that's gonna come out called "One Finger Salute." huh. That song was literally written in about. 11 minutes Nice And it's amazing We love it Uh, There's another song That's one of my Favorite songs On the new album Called Bloodline I mean I'm 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 madly Inappropriately In love with this song (laughs) But it was also Literally written In 11 minutes I mean Those guys aptitude Is all I have to do Is give them a uh, any type of direction and then right. they blow my mind Nice. and then I the whole rest of the song I'm catching up but as you saw all our all of our songs are written around hooks yeah we're not trying to reinvent the wheel yeah we're not trying to go okay this, this is our you know Killing Grace took off this is the biggest band I've ever been in for one reason it's the first time in my life I started a band where I didn't try to be somebody that I, I emulated yeah it was the first time in my life where I said all right I'm gonna do me yeah and these guys are gonna do them and all our look and persona is going to be strictly only us we're not gonna try like I'm gonna lay everything to bed and find out what I'm all about what we're all about yeah. and killing grace that's that's exactly what we are it's it's we it's as honest as we can possibly be with our fans you, know? uh, you,
1: you talked about you know being being yourself and, and I heard several sounds. I did hear Al, a little Allison Chase, yeah. a, little the, cult, a yeah, little the cult, a little Yeah the cult, a little a little uh um 18 and alive. I just had a break. Oh
0: heart. a little skid, yeah. Skid Row. Yeah, but very much. Yeah. There's
1: also something else that's kinda unlabeled there, man. I mean mm-hmm. if you had to classify yourself, gun to your head, what would you call yourself?
0: What kind of band are you? We would say we're just we're a hard rock band yeah. that throws metal at you every time you're not looking. Yeah. And we we get very angry and passionate while we we're, we're we're singing you a song uh-huh. because um, we're that band that they're they're playing on the radio but they're they're trying to figure out what they have to censor or not. Yeah. Because when you don't when you don't see it coming, we're going to be really sweet and smooth and one love. We're big about that, and and, and then the next second later, we're going to tell you that you know you're all a bunch of slaves, and, and 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 this what's going on is our fault. Right. And we need to fix this. Let's quit waiting for somebody to come save us. We're we're here. Yeah. We're we're together. There's to strength in numbers. Let's save ourselves. That's what our passion's about. And then we get like you, you saw also we'll. Send the prettiest hooks yeah. and then we start screaming and and so yeah I feel bad for the people trying to genre us yeah. <laughs> because we're hard rock we're heavy metal and we've got a little bit of and you hadn't heard it yet we didn't play Fight Back Kid tonight we've got a little bit of Suicide Tenses and punk rock in us too it'll come out a lot more on the next album Okay, but there's a lot of anger wrapped up in love nice and that's that's kind of what this band's about it's a, it's a dichotomy where like i said we're very angry in love with you
1: what a great what a great description <laughs> that's man. the truth bro that's now truth. i i talked about it and i, I i'm just gonna tell you bro that that was the word that came to mind when i was watching you i had fun yes and i've and i've been to shows where i'm like that's great musicianship right that's incredible but right. i didn't have fun right, right.
0: no no yeah. no there's a reason why uh I really shouldn't say this. Yeah, you should. There's all right. There's a reason why a shitty band like Poison outsells a really great uh, musicians like Inve. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all musicians. We're critics. We're people that study music. We study it. We right. love it. We mm-hmm. go through it. I learn every bar, every word, every every what they're tuned to. I don't give a fuck. But yet your average person up there, man, they just want to rock Mm -hmm. and they don't care about our politics and they don't care if Joni loves Chachi. They could give a fuck (laughs) if you're having a bad day or if I pissed on the sidewalk. They don't care. That's awesome. They just want to drive down the road going, living like a suist. They just want to rock. Yeah. And so once we all get over ourselves and realize, oh God, I'm so good. They loved me. Fuck me. They don't even know me. You know what they loved? The good time. Oh yeah. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to make sure, because you know what? That's what I'm here for (sighs) too. Yeah. and it took me a long time I gotta eat a lot of crow here it took me a long time to figure that out the best thing ever happened to me is I started out in Clarksville and I moved to LA when I was 15 Yeah. and I joined a band called Rose Arcana when I turned 17 I joined a band called Dr. X that had the label and they went on tour with y and yeah I got just absolutely thought, oh, my God, I did it. Yeah. And I remember backstage Jeff Pilson from Dockin telling me to my face, you, you're so you're so cute. And I went, what do you mean? He goes, you think they love you, don't you? And I was oh, like, yeah. You know, I'm here as my me. Yeah. I'm sweating in my three feet of hair backstage at the whiskey. Yeah. And, then, and Jeff looked at me and goes, you're so cute. How Bless your little heart. He goes, they don't get. They don't give a fuck about you, bro, but they love what you do. Yeah. So keep doing what you do, but you need to learn to separate the two. Man. They're not here for you, but they're here for what you do. That's freaking awesome. And, and I'll never forget that. And every since then, I, I am so thankful for everybody. His, you know, I walk through that crowd and everybody's stopping me going, dude, that was so great. You know what that means? Is I'm doing my job. But Chris Rock said it best. I'm not going to pat myself on back for doing something I'm supposed to do anyway. So I'm supposed to be great. If I'm not great, why the hell am I here and why did y'all show up? Why the fuck are you here? So my job is to be great. And if I ever fall short of that... well, that's not possible because yeah. I, I, I wake up every morning and think, you know, everybody's good at something. This is what I got to do. Yeah. This is what God gave me. This is what this is what my people gave me. My, You know, people that I go back home and they're like, oh, my God, you just went on a tour of the nation. Right. You know, congratulations. What's that feel like? I said, it feels like we need to do more of this. Yeah. We need to work harder. We're not working hard enough. I don't care how hard we work. We're still not working hard enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... The word thankful goes around in this band a lot. We right. we know we know what we got. We know we're very lucky, but we also know every step of the way, man, stop and shake everybody's hands and say, dude, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, not, but you chose to be here with us. Don't ever forget us. And then when we get on stage, that's our job is to make sure you go home and go, but that one band, that you one know, band, that yeah. one damn band, they could, you know, we want to be that band. And yeah. if we don't, it's not your fault. It's our fault. It's none of the fans fault. Yeah. It's our fault. And if we don't do our job, that's not on you, bro. <laughs> well, you know, I wanna I was gonna say this, you know,
1: part of the fun of the band was something I noticed, and and just a personal note, you you are a true front man. And a lot of bands don't have that. These you know.
0: dec- I mean, you you pull them in. You do a really good job Thank of you. getting them involved. Thank man. you. I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I when I moved out to LA, it was a blessing and a curse. The curse was out there, everybody worried about look and image and everything, and musicianship came second. Yeah. In Nashville, where we're from, and I can't speak for everywhere, but a lot of places I've noticed, Knoxville, Memphis, Louisville, there's, musicianship comes first, and image is an afterthought. So I learned how to, how to, how to, how to do something, but then I also realized when I go home, I need to find aptitude. I need to find people that. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. uh, it, respect is, re- when you respect everybody in your band, you, you're, you're onto yeah. and, you on to something. And all of us have been in bands where you're like, this guy's not working out, but he's yeah. a nice guy and he sure. lives down the road. You know, you've got to get over that and realize, look, when you step on that stage, you're presenting yourself to the world. Now, as far as my job, I'm the lead singer of the band. If if, if I can't sit, look at myself in the eye, if I asked all of you to come and all my members to come and work their asses off, and I don't get up there and do my job. My job is to entertain you, Sure. and and I take that really seriously. At the same time, man, we're all here for one thing, music, and and I appreciate that. I hear that a lot. Everybody's like, um, you know, we won a few awards in Nashville about that and stuff, and I just, I got up there and told the whole crowd at the Nash- Nashville Independent Music Awards, uh, we swept it this year, and I, when yeah. I got up for my speech, I told everybody I wouldn't be here if there wasn't for thousands of people behind me right. who have who have shown me how to do this, yeah. and I just could get up there and put my own spin on it. Man, it's a blessing, bro. It's sure. a blessing. Yeah. Now, just a, a another personal question I ask everybody I interview. This no problem.
1: Did you did you have a moment when you were younger, you were listening to a song, watching a video, singing a song, and you were like, "Holy shit, this is what I'm gonna
0: do the rest of my life." What was it for you? <laughs> I know exactly. I know exactly what I'm gonna say because this is so true um, I was abandoned by my mom uh, when I was six years old Yeah. and my dad you know made six dollars an hour at some local factory well he took on a bunch of other jobs for me and my brother to make sure that we didn't ever have nothing you know that other kids didn't have yeah. I never realized we were poor until I got older and I was like Fuck, we were poor Yeah. and so my dad bought me this stereo and I would sit back in my room and listen every night and I would listen to it And I'll never forget um, the first time I heard um, – I can't believe I'm going to say this because I heard a lot of great music before this, Uh but the first time I heard Shout at the Devil, I said to myself, I want to do this, (laughs) and I heard Ten Seconds to Love, which was my jam, and I was like, you know what? I want to do this, and not only do I want to do this – I want to do this for real like I I don't even care about the partying that they did I was yeah. like I don't even want to party like them right. I want to murder the stage like that <laughs> and then it went from there to I fell in love with Wasp and then um, and then in the early 90s late 80s when I moved to LA all my friends were getting a glam and I fell in love with Thrash Bay Area Thrash oh yeah and, and, and still to this day people are really freaked out by me when they hang out with me or I we go somewhere together because in my jams on my music I'm always I've got strictly Death Angel Testament uh, I saw Death Angel last and... week
1: man. did you? Yeah, I interviewed no. Will Carroll yeah. no way yeah it was awesome dude they are gods to me they're, they're it was the Anthrax Slayer and
0: Death Angel they were the best band on oh stage. yeah Death Angel's my shit. Oh, yeah. And Testament, same thing, man. I, oh, God. I just, I heard practice, the album Practice What You Preach came out. Oh. That album seriously changed my life. That may be the best metal album ever. I know, right? Ever. Right? Yeah, I, I feel the same way, yeah. dude. When I hear Testament Practice What You Preach, like, I work out a bunch. Number one, because the label makes me, because right. I hate it. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the as you saw, the band members are badasses. Yeah. I've got to try to keep up, but I'm never going to keep up. <laughs> so I better be a good frontman because I'm yeah. never going to be the one that the chick's like. There you go. You know, that's okay. not going to happen for me. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. But what I, I'm not okay with is people not having a good time. But when when people ride around with me, they're like, Killing Grace isn't this though. I said, right. Because I played in so many bands. I was in Radical. I was in a band called Hatred. I was in all these bands that were thrash. Yeah. And it just wasn't... I mean... Killing Grace was organic. It was, I just said what I listen to and what I do. It, it's possible to be two different things. Yeah, sure. So I wrapped up, you know, Godsmack meets Guns N' Roses meets Alice in Chains meets um, the the Cramps or something. Yeah. I just put all this shit together. And threw a little, like, suicide tenses in it. And that became what I was trying to do in Killing Grace. And then it turned into a bunch of these hooks. Yeah. We go home, and I get away with murder, man. The crowd sings all of our songs. Yeah. So I just do a couple words, and I'm, like, going Vince and I'm like, all right, well, just you sing it. You know, because I'll save myself for tomorrow. It's unbelievable. I get away with murder. Yeah. Um, and so... That's my favorite thing about being in Killing Grace is when I get to towns and we play our songs. Next time I come, you know, they're singing 17 Scars with me. And I'm like, we did it, guys, you know. Let's catch this on. But its you said at the beginning, man, it all comes back to... We're having a lot of fun, and I, we hope it relates to the crowd because the energy, like tonight, the energy in the crowd was crazy. Yeah, it was well, good. I could feel it. Yeah. They were just getting it. They they were getting our way. We, And and we believe in, you know, just absolutely putting everything on the table. Like, when we leave here, if we're not wore out, we owe y'all money. Right. We didn't do our job. Right. So. Yeah. So, cool. Tell me, where can um, where can fans get music and merchandise okay. from Killing Grace? Uh, www.killinggrace.net is a our website you yeah. can get all of our merchandise all of our albums you can uh we have all, everything koozies and and freaking wristbands and shit we have so much stuff and i don't keep up with it because i'm the dumbest member of the band you interviewed the dumbest <laughs> member that i'm the singer what do what do i know but um we have a lot of shit and if you'll go if you'll go to our website you'll see a ton of stuff we have like a bunch of different T-shirts to choose from. We've been around for a while, and and, and uh, we have, like I said, our. our you can go on iTunes, um, Amazon.com. You can go to Pandora, uh-huh. and you can buy buy the song or buy the whole album. I'd love it if just people just buy the whole album because we don't. We we came up before the single thing. Like we believe in right. having no fillers on the song. You know, right. if it's not. I, I always tell the band this. If it's a good song, throw it away. Because everybody writes a good song. Yeah. But a great song is what we're looking for. Right. So we we'll, we might write 40 to get 10. Yeah. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because if we're not able to do that, then why are we here? You know, we're, we say we're, oh, we're a band. Well, be a band. Yeah. Go in there and work. We practice, when we're home, we practice four to five nights a week. And it's, it's not negotiable. Yeah. Like, that's going to happen. Or why are you here? Because... Like our, our whole job is to be great, yeah. And, and and we will not settle for anything. If we kind of, if we if we, it's not gonna happen. You live it. We live it. Yeah. We mean it, man. And we are married to each other. It, uh, being in a band like ours is a five-way marriage. Sure. And the biggest thing I can, if I could ever give anybody advice, because I've done this 27 years now, um, in clubs, 27. If I give anybody advice, res- respect yeah you you know i don't care what you're going through everyone around you show them respect i have no respect for people that have no respect right i have none i i you just it just takes a little bit and you get nothing but love from a lot of people oh, yeah. you just act right you know what your parents told you to do in the beginning it was it was right it was right yeah you know? yeah so well dude killing grace second album do out when we're gonna say New Year's. Uh, it could be as late as we don't know. Um, just keep checking back with us. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on the website. You can find us on Twitter. Oh my God, Instagram! They've got us on so many things. Yeah. And again, I don't know. But you, man, Google us. You'll get Killing Grace all day. And um, and please come check us out. The new album. Um, it, we we still haven't revealed the name yet. Um, but it's it's the best it's the best collection of songs I promise you that yeah. we have ever done. Excellent. And and we are so excited. We are so excited. So everybody just keep checking back and thank you for having the interest in us. It's why we do this. It, it keeps us going. So we we can't say thank you enough to everybody out there. Well, my brother, I
1: appreciate it. Killing Grace, check them out. Check us out. Thanks, great metal debate listeners. Much love.